It's about identifying your own needs and taking steps to meet them. I got my rubber ducky. I'm in the tub with bubblies. He isn't very fuzzy. I know my ducky loves me. Call up my homie Ernie, the orange one. You heard me. Yeah, he is the best, and I am on a quest to get him in here early. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, still wearing my sweatpants shepherd, and this is... Mitchell Manley, Radical Inactivist. <laughs> I will admit I'm not actually wearing sweatpants. I totally am. I'm wearing I, uh, pajama pants. I'm wearing my little red jumpsuit, and mm-hmm. I've got my Star Trek um, like thing that came in the mail that I didn't know that I ordered. Uh, <laughs> Those late night uh, delirium uh, sets I, in, you know. Yeah, like I, I was contemplating ordering like a little com badge, and then apparently I did. So yeah, I you just willed it into existence. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, wow, I don't recall ordering this. So, woo, <laughs> I'm now in my own form of Star Trek, uh, or Starfleet uniform. So that that's my vibe today. <laughs> and so, so our episode is about self care, and so let's just since you brought up Star Trek, let's talk about how great Star Trek is. <laughs> For, for being a self-care show. Uh, oh, my God. Just binge watching Star Trek The Next Generation in particular. You made I, it all the way through the series, right? I've made it through the entire Star Trek Next Generation seasons. I've made it all the way through there. Yeah. I'm nine episodes into Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. And I know now that I can sprinkle in the Next Generation movies. Um, and I have a whole like list. Like I've got like a map that I'm going through all of Star Trek with, which shockingly is very, like, I've sped through Next Generation very quickly, which is somewhat disconcerting, but... It's an easy one to binge. That's why I like... so good. I'm so glad you watched it, because it's one of my favorites, too, so... I'm just, like, I'm starting to realize why you named your cat Data. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Now, when you call your cat Data, does uh, Data say that one's my name, one's not my name? (laughs) Right, no. But what's funny is my mom still says Data, but I think it's just like a Tennessee thing or so. I don't know. But anyone who's watched Star Trek Next Generation knows to pronounce it Data. Yeah, and apparently that was because um, Patrick Stewart couldn't say Data. So he oh, really he's a he data. Says, he says data because he's British, but he's right. French in the show. Just right, yeah. <laughs> but I do, for- I do yell at my cat. I will say, Lieutenant Commander Data, report to my lap immediately. Do <laughs> you see? That's funny because Data never wanted Spot to be like all up in his space. He was just right, like, of course. but yeah. So yeah, follow me on Facebook if you want to see me talk about all of the Star Trek as I'm watching it late night. Um, but yes, self-care. <laughs> I, I don't know why I came it's, up with self-care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been an interesting several months, we'll say. Uh, you know, we've we've kind of let the podcast go from every week to every few weeks-ish. And that's yeah. fine with me, you know, because we've been taking a lot more time for self-care, a lot more time to, to kind of chill out and, uh, you know, re- recalibrate. 
Yeah, and 2021 is pretty much the year of us like being kind to ourselves. Like yeah. whenever we skip, we start skipping a week or so. Uh, I was just like, look, time. You you actually pointed out time's an illusion, and you know this is probably best for our our mental health at this time. Like not to have an arbitrary deadline that we've set on ourselves. Right. Exactly. So because we have a lot of deadlines at uh, our per- whichever jobs, you know. Yeah, just in our real lives, a lot of deadlines to keep up with a lot of things that have to be accomplished and so you know allow ourselves to actually enjoy some of our downtime yeah and uh next week i'll be finished with my roller skating every single day challenge so oh nice that's awesome i can't do for a whole year right yeah a whole year i have no idea how that happened just roller skating in your it's not a dining room technically i mean it, it is a dining room technically but you use it as a skating rink Yes, exactly. Like, I've moved everything out of the way so I can use it as a skating rink. Totally normal stuff. Um, what is your self-care song this week? So I'm going to start us off with Alex Leahy and her song, I Haven't Been Taking Care of Myself. So I figured I'd start the show with one of my favorite songs that sort of represents that realization that you're in need of some self-care and like in need of some self-reflection. And it's also a little bit of a reminder that our coping mechanisms don't always equal self-care. Uh, you know, she talks about gaining weight and drinking too much and like distracting herself until she's kind of brain dead. And all these are certainly coping mechanisms that I find it very easy to fall into, uh, but they aren't necessarily the best forms of self-care. So she's realizing that she's kind of been on autopilot and kind of lost her way a little bit. So now she needs to slow down and reevaluate the way that she's handling things. And like knowing when to do that is probably step one of, of any routine of self-care, I think. Yeah, my my uh, response to Alex Leahy here is like, same girl, same. Uh, there's a moment when we have to sit back and realize that we've been running ourselves out, like completely burning the candle at both ends by either partying too much or working too much, which is me um, saying I'm not picking up that extra shift. I'm just not. Um, it, You know, drinking water is one of those things that I think it became a meme for a while. It's like, hey, drink some water. Um You know, it isn't hard to see falling into bad coping mechanisms, especially easily over this past year. And I'm pretty sure we're all guilty because I sure am. Uh, And yeah, I probably did drink way too much this past year. Um, And then I had to like sit back and realize those negative coping mechanisms for how I what my job is. And I was like, I need to just, you know, be kinder to myself. Going back to, you know, the podcast, like, not as much and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, 
I'm just going to be kind to myself. And um, I'm not picking up extra shifts, even for bonus money. You can't make me. Yep. No matter what, you can't make me. So (laughs) (laughs) I've I've actually this, uh, you know, in the past month or so, I've like done a lot better drinking actual fluids like water and stuff. So I feel like a little bit better. I think that's part of like getting vaccinated too, as well as like, I'm a lot less stressed. So I'm happy about that. Um, This week, I didn't bring like a super original tune or anything at all. This week, Bruno Mars, The Lazy Song. well-known that I'm always doing something so the best self-care I can do is nothing just like absolutely nothing and I'm terrible at doing that and as a parent man it's super hard to accomplish to find the time but since I'm also a night person there are nights where I just binge watch Star Trek and knit because that does not count knitting (laughs) does not count so I just yeah also Bruno Mars are just all those songs that he makes are just straight up good for the soul. I wanted to get something new and shinier, whatever I normally do, but the song just kept coming back up. And today I felt like doing nothing. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Have you heard? Um, have you heard the new Bruno Mars project with uh, Anderson Pock? It's called Silk Sonic, I think. I haven't, but I've seen it showing up. Oh my um, god! You have I- to watch that video and listen to that song. Is it really? So I mean, Anderson Pock is like amazing. I and know Bruno almost Mars is nothing about Anderson Pock, but that <sighs> song is one of the most just incredibly well produced songs of our lifetime. It is so mm-hmm. perfectly written, so perfectly orchestrated, and just the sounds, the the production quality of the song is just insane. It's so so good. So yeah, Bruno Mars definitely onto something. Uh, I. As for the the lazy song, I, I totally feel this almost every day that I have, you know, a day off of work recently. You know, I, I, it's hard to believe that we used to do the show every single week while working full time and also like in school and all that. Like, I definitely go through phases of being super lazy for a while. And then like eventually I'll take on some sort of responsibility to fill up some of my time and kind of force me to step out of that comfort zone. But, yeah, the last several months have definitely been hibernation mode for me. I kind of feel bad that the podcast has become a bit more irregular, but also I feel like we're kind of entitled to taking that rest, especially when the world is so psychologically taxing right now. So I'm definitely grateful that you and I are both, you know, super chill and and, and respect each other's laziness. (laughs) Well, and also, do you know the card that I give myself when I'm like, oh, we haven't done one this week is um, Sawbones? They took like a month and a half off. Yeah. And did not address it whatsoever. So I was yeah, like, you fine. know what? It's okay. If Sawbones can do it and they <laughs> they are huge, then I think I can do it. Right. So yeah. Um our ear buddies, 
love you guys so much and i hope you're having a beautiful lazy day um our first ear buddy is lum who brings bad brains attitude says this is one of my go-to tracks when the world is constantly shitting in my mouth and i need to recenter don't care what you may say i got that pma also lum i'm so sorry that the world is shitting in your mouth that's kind of gross <laughs> <laughs> like i don't want to have a human centipede interaction with the world that's really gross <laughs> Ew. Woof. So, woof, i'm sorry um i had to use genius to figure out what pma is because i you know i as everyone knows, I didn't know what NWA meant for a while because <laughs> right. I thought it was New World Attitude or something like that, New World Association. That's not what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, positive mental attitude is a good thing. I am I have never read Think and Grow Rich, but I did make some artwork for a friend who really liked the book, and I kind of got familiar with some of the themes in it. And while I'm not into being positive all the time, like, I think toxic positivity is just as bad as like toxic negativity um look i just sometimes i just like feeling all my feels uh a negative worldview uh, sometimes like changing a negative worldview into a positive one is what is really needed to make a better day because you can go into these like death spirals of bad feelings and so sometimes you do have to just kind of reset yourself um in whatever way you can be it a medication or therapy to like re Reline yourself into positive mental attitude. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, this is this is obviously one of the most popular bad brain songs of all time. Uh, I had no idea until today that it was directly inspired by that 1930s self-help guy, Napoleon Hill. He wrote The Law of Success and Think and Grow Rich and a couple of other like famous self-help books from the early 1900s. Uh, and part of his whole thing was like keeping the positive mental attitude, that PMA, uh, you know, if you're if you're clear in what you want and you believe that you can achieve it, you can do anything. But, you know, it's this really simple but very powerful tool and it can absolutely have a positive impact in your life. Just like trying to remain positive and and to remain clear in your path forward, even in the face of obstacles. Uh, and that idea was definitely, you know, worth codifying into punk and hardcore. Um, you know, just like most self-help gurus, a deeper dive shows that Napoleon Hill is like, totally a con man and and most of his books are kind of shallow once you inspect them a little bit but you know it just goes to show that like sometimes those platitudes and those cliches are like played out in cliche for a reason uh you know there are indeed some simple truths out there and napoleon hill you know happened to popularize that that simple truth that being self-driven and having that pma can go a long way in helping you find success and and finding some happiness in life 
Yeah, and you know, I think, I think, I think self help books are good in a way sometimes, but like, um, sometimes, yeah, like who's that really popular one, Tony Robbins? Mm-hmm. I think he has a good message most of the time, but he's totally scamming people with like nutritional supplements. Yeah, Just, certainly so. Yeah. Um, our next ear buddy is Debbie, who brings La Tigre's You to Bedroom Dancing. says sometimes an at-home dance session is what I need this song is so much perfect there's pretty much nothing as good as hanging out in one's room straight up chilling with one's own thoughts or something to distract like it is super self-soothing feel uh it's a super self-soothing feeling to have one's own space to just dance around or lay on the floor or whatever also the bass here is amazing Definitely so. Uh, I can relate to the bedroom dancing method of self-care. Uh, I've heard a saying before, move a muscle, change a mood. Uh, so whether it's dancing to happy tunes that make you feel good or like moshing to heavy music for that sense of catharsis and escape, uh, there's something transformative about just like moving your body in rhythm, connecting your mental state to your physical state, and, and finding a way to express externally what's going on inside or to sort of fake that upbeat mood until you can actually create the upbeat mood. So yeah, definitely. I, I like that idea of move a muscle, change a mood, dancey pants in the bedroom. I know me, me and Lum have talked about bedroom moshing. Uh, <laughs> you know, you knock over a lamp sometimes, you know, it happens, but you feel better at the end of it. I think I would have to dining room mosh just right, because yeah. my bedroom's not that big at all. And I would hit a microphone. So I don't yeah, want to break that, that stuff. No. Um, Jacques is our next ear buddy who brings one of our favorite songs, Sparks' Falling in Love with Myself Again. Thank you. 
Jacques says, I know I post a spark song like every week, but I really try to live this one when things feel tough. Honestly, I thought we had this song like really recently. I don't know. It's one of those uh, catchy as the clap trademark songs. <laughs> and I just love that the positive attitude for ourselves, you know, happiness does not need to start. Uh, happiness does need to start from oneself. Um, I don't know. This song is. I didn't realize how much of an earworm this song is because I'm pretty sure I play it in my head all the time. Yeah, it's definitely been stuck in my head uh, for the last week or so. I also had to double check how long ago we had this song on the show, but it's been two years and uh, definitely one that's kind of stuck with me, not only because it's just so damn catchy, but uh, because it really is just a whole ass mood. Like be excited about yourself constantly be growing and learning. And the more you grow and learn and change, uh, the more you discover yourself and, and who you really are. And you find new abilities that you never knew you were capable of and like new levels of discipline and self mastery and new sources of joy and new sources of meaning and purpose and all of that stems just from loving and trusting in yourself. And so I, I, I think when Jacques submitted this originally, it was at the end of 2019 being hopeful for 2020, <laughs> which maybe didn't go so well. But I'm definitely trying to carry that same energy this year and, and every every year into the future. You know, just continue falling in love with yourself again and, and becoming a new person and loving that new person, you know. Did 2020 even happen? Yeah, let's let's just uh glaze right on past that one <laughs> yeah f that year that sucked all right but still shock i like that vibe yeah definitely so <laughs> our next year buddy is christopher who brings blue sky project pirates and mermaids Christopher says, this generally soothes the soul. First heard a piece of this from a Clorox commercial, no less. This was the early days of the internet, 56k dial-up. I think it took me about a week to find the whole version. Okay, to expound upon the whole commercial side of this, apparently it was a super short piece made for a commercial, and so many people wanted to download the music that Clorox actually commissioned this to be played by a symphony and created the full scoring for both Pirates and mermaids which were separate songs and like yeah this is just beautiful daydreamy calming super whimsical and kind of peter panty and also god like clorox for somebody who's polluting the hell out of the earth good on y'all <laughs> yeah uh yeah this one kind of serves double duty on the theme today it's very dynamic and cathartic it goes from like smooth relaxing vibes to the more energetic and triumphant vibes 
So something like this can sort of apply to any mood or, or mental block that you're facing. You just put this on and it feels like it takes you on an epic journey. Uh, but in addition to that being from a Clorox commercial, it's also a reminder to do your laundry, <laughs> which is often one of the first chores that, you know, kind of goes out the window whenever I'm not doing great. So just relax to the epic moody jams, do your laundry. You'll feel a little bit better. Do you know what helps me do my laundry, Mitchell? What? I... Having no other clean clothes? <laughs> no, so um, I I actually did um, a few years ago. I did like an epic like cut down on my clothes, and I don't have a huge closet, and all my clothes are can pretty much fit in a drawer. But um, after I got rid of all my clothes, I also started nursing school. And when you have three to four shifts a week, and you only have three uniforms, you will start doing your laundry a lot yeah. because. Every week you have to have your new clothes. So I'm I'm pretty decent at doing my laundry. Now, I did separate it out so I don't have to worry about anybody else's laundry, and they have to deal with their own laundry. Right. That was my self-care. <laughs> so even though I'm the mom, I am not doing the laundry all the time because I refuse. Yeah, I set, refuse. Set your, set, your, set your boundaries, set your expectations, you know? Yeah, once I know that you can fold your own clothes, you're, you have to do it. Now, Ella can't do all the laundry part like I have to start the machine and I have to move it to the dryer mostly because she's short and I don't <laughs> want her to live in the washer right. so we don't have a front loader um our next ear buddy is Jeremy S who brings the Everly Brothers Mary James and the curtains close, First of all, the distant bongos in the background is a whole mood. So, pretty sure the song's about pot. <laughs> I, I don't know. Pot, cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. There's, I think cannabis is like what we're supposed to call it. But either way, because I, either way, I think it's highly suspect that it is about the Mary Jane. Um, there's an overall trippiness to the song that totally makes me feel swirling in primary colors and secondary colors while chilling on a very cozy comforter in the grass. Also, isn't it weird that they are really saying Murray yeah, Jane I, instead? Of, <laughs> I wish that it that I had like realized sooner in life how much the Everly Brothers ruled. Uh, I grew up on the classics, you know, Bye Bye Love, uh, Wake Up Little Susie, Kathy's Clown, those kind of Everly songs. But since joining the podcast, uh, Jeremy has dropped tons of great Everly Brothers tracks that otherwise would have just slipped right past me. And now they're kind of a mainstay on all my playlists. Uh, of course, it's probably no surprise that, that uh, you know, Mary Jane's a good friend of mine and definitely one of the foundations of my self-care routine. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I struggle pretty hard with, you know, depression and anxiety and like unhealthy fixations. And, you know, I just didn't have the greatest experience on SSRIs over the years, but THC has always done well to keep me in the light and, you know, it helps me release all that tension that I hold in my body and helps me to laugh and, and smile a little bit more, helps me to let go of those mental attachments and fixations that I get stuck on and just like allows me to redirect that energy into something more productive or at least something more edifying. You know, I know that it's certainly not for everyone, but it's definitely for me. Well, um, was it uh, Kevin Smith uh, has been most productive since he started smoking pot right, or something like that? Like he, he will talk about it. I'm personally don't have much experience with it so right. i don't know but i think everybody has um everybody has to do what works for them and ssris as someone who gives those things out <laughs> all the time like i can't say it but they that people don't generally understand how they work and even the people who prescribe them don't know how they work mm-hmm. like if you look at the mechanisms of action they're like it's not well known we don't know so it's interesting. Yeah, certainly. What whatever works for you, and and I know a lot of people who have great success with them, and n- nothing wrong with having to to do, to do that or anything. But I don't know, just for whatever reason, they didn't work for me, and so mm-hmm. I found a different way. I think that especially in the first few weeks, you start one. It's a uh, it's important to watch it, have someone watch out for you because I know that they can tend to make people suicidal at least yeah. in the first few weeks. Um, be safe, y'all. <laughs> Uh, our last ear buddy this week is Justin W. who brings new radicals. You get what you give. Don't give up. You got a reason to live. Can't forget. We only get what we says self-explanatory oh my god if this opening riff does not transport you to your childhood bedroom i don't even know what to say my first radio and doodling while laying on my shag carpeted floor oh my god yes the song is just self-care for a four and a half minutes like for a four and a half minute long song it's just like perfect uplifting bright just effing wonderful yeah definitely a brilliant song that always gets me super pumped whenever i hear it uh, obviously, the point of the theme of, of this week is self-care, but when you're feeling down and isolated or whatever negative emotion you're struggling with, it's always helpful to have that outside source, that external influence of someone reminding you not to give up, reminding us that you know we each have this special magic to us that helps us to complete this much larger puzzle of like caring for one another and being there for one another and bringing joy and light into the world. 
and we all have something unique to offer. And this song acknowledges, you know, that the world is kind of set up to beat that out of you early on, but encourages us to continue dreaming and like continue pursuing the things that bring us meaning and fulfillment and, you know, not to put too much stock into the opinions and, and machinations of the world at large. So, uh, there's a quote that's attributed to Bukowski. Uh, he says, find what you love and let it kill you. Uh, and in this context, I think that kind of ties in with, with the push of the song saying, you know, the world is shitty and antagonistic, but don't let that be the thing that brings you down. Like find something you love, find something that brings you meaning, find something that brings other people some meaning and like grind away at that thing until you've got nothing left to give to it. And, you know, it may not always seem like you're getting back what you put in, but ultimately you'll be much happier and more fulfilled uh, living with authenticity. Yes. Live with authenticity. I can't speak. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot speak today. But um, yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel like this is, I'm, I'm sorry it took us three weeks to get to making this episode, but I'm happy we did it because it makes me feel like a ton better, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If you want to tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Woolite and the show is at END Pod. To join the conversation, we mostly have it on the Facebook, that evil corporation, but it's our best, uh, it's our best option. It's the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. You can always leave a voicemail. 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. You can email the show, endpod at gmail.com. And you can always check out the show online, endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. And if you email us, I promise that we will sift it through like the whatever scams that they're trying to do to us online because they definitely want to do some like scams. They're scamming us. Yeah. I don't know for what reason earbuds and earworms. uh, They know we're about to hit it huge and they're going to try to get in on all this money we're about to make from talking about (laughs) John Denver or something. Yeah. Well, they want, they want E&D pods. um, They want, the credit card number and i was like well i don't have a credit card number in E&D pod's name so sorry guys nice try <laughs> yeah what's our final song i'm gonna leave us with a band called teen idols and their song midnight picture show uh so unfortunately covid has kind of put a damper on seeing movies in the theater uh but i'll be fully vaccinated next week so in honor of the vague possibility that i might soon get to start seeing films on the big screen again uh, I brought this excellent Teen Idol song about going to see classic horror movies at the Midnight Picture Show. Uh, you know, growing up, I was never super into movies in general and mostly kind of avoided horror movies because I was a wimp. But over the last year during quarantine, I've gotten super into film and, and you know, including catching up on all the great horror movies that I missed out on over the years. And this kind of newfound obsession with movies has also doubled as a great form of self-care because film can act as a means of distraction you know, not only for the entertainment value, but also because I'm interested in like the art form itself, like paying attention to cinematography and sound design. Who's the director? What else have they done? Uh, What makes their style unique? Uh, What else has that actor been in? You know, all that kind of stuff. So like on the surface level, it operates as an escape, but the stories themselves can also serve as catharsis. It can make you laugh. It can make you cry, make you think, make you angry, make you kind of cringe. So it's this really well-rounded, diverse experience that like brings me ton of 
tons of ed- edification and gratification. And it, it's just been a great benefit to my mental health to have this massive backlog of art to dig into and experience for the first time. So uh, in hopes that I might get to experience my newfound cinematic obsession in an actual movie theater soon, uh, I'll leave us with this super catchy homage to classic horror films. Here's Teen Idols and their song, Midnight Picture Show. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Do you know how often I think about it? Every night and day.